What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm Jay Lag. And I'm Envy. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Season 2, Episode 4. And it's called Chapter 15, Dr. Cerberus' House of Horrors. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending because we are going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our best lines, our MVPs. So be sure to stick around for that. And as always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let's get into the episode. Let's get into it. So you liked it, right? I enjoyed it in the sense that like what it stood for. I will say right off the top, it got really long. Like it just kept going and going like the Energizer Bunny. And I just like wanted it to stop at one point. Yeah. The stories themselves like self-contained were interesting to watch. Right. And I liked the way that they set it up, but it felt really long. Yeah. It's kind of like reminiscent of in the first season, they had the dream, the nightmare um, episode yes. where it was kind yes, of like totally. chunked into everyone else's nightmare. So it was kind of like that, which I don't really yeah. mind the format. Like I, I like the format. Um, yeah. And I didn't mind the episode. There was a couple of things that I was like questioning, but um, it was okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into it. Yeah. I think it was really cool the way it was set up. It was set up like almost like a, like even the beginning was like a horror movie, like yes, an old it was, school like yeah, it 1970s was very, like, horror movie. Horror genre like throw to that. And and I have to right. say, in terms of production, they they do an amazing job. Like they when really I do. when I rip this show apart, I'm ripping really like the the storyline. But in terms of the cinematography and the production behind it, yeah, it's on point like the yeah, transitions sure. like the clips that they use for their transitions yeah. are like so seamless and like they're well so well done and so planned out like like amazingly for so sure. like big ups to them on that for sure they like zoomed into those tarot cards i'm like damn yeah. what a lens yeah. <laughs> i was like good yeah. for you guys it was well yeah done. it was really okay, well so, done okay so yeah let's start off with who is it first Right. So right off the top, it's Service and Hilda in the bookstore. And I guess there's a big storm happening. And uh, can you just remind me, like, is his demon penis thing gone from his body? (laughs) No, I don't think so. I think he's just like holding himself back. Oh, so he's just because I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, every single time, like they touch each other, does he get a little like boner, like raging? I just didn't understand like where that story ended off. Like, yeah I was just no confused. i think that he's just like holding himself like back a bit oh okay um so they're together whatever um and yeah so some old lady comes in and she's like i'm a tarot card reader i will pay you in thanks with like a tarot card reading so she like sits herself up in like a little area in the corner and then um sabrina and nick come in first that's like the first couple that yeah. like walk in and right off the top, it starts off with those like really harsh um, title cards. And title everybody's cards. Oh name pops up. They were giving me like yeah. headaches. They were so loud. It was like, dong, dong. I'm yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So the first one we get is Sabrina and she gets her tarot card reading. And she's worried about Nick lying in last episode, which is the look that we got at the end of the episode. She's worried to trust him because he lied about this one thing. And so she's like basically delving all this information to this full out stranger. And she was like, I don't know if I could trust my boyfriend. She's like, I don't really like bad buddies. But like my first person was like so like innocent. And then like now it's like a bad buddy and I like him. I don't know if I trust him. I was like, okay, like why are you telling your life story to this character reader? Yeah, like it was too much. Which 
which by the way i just want to say now like okay it is miss wardwell but did you know it was her at this point you know what watching it back now i was like totally like i can see it but no i didn't oh yeah it, i didn't even clue in yeah i didn't, I clue, didn't in. clue in but, like, at all her eyeballs were like the same yes and like yes. her she, voice like, even too. the questions she was asking she was like oh he is a bad boy isn't he yeah. and she's like true i'm like who asked these questions i know it's only watching Wardwell. it back i was like damn how did i not see her face like yeah, her face is totally. in there it's just like they did really good with like the makeup and stuff like that but yeah I yeah know, sorry. The casting was really good um so it goes into like a story while she's reading her cards and there's this like talent show that's happening so um she talks to Nick about the talent show because he's like, yeah, I put on a talent show from time to time, uh, like once a year. And the girls like love it. And it's like a little magic show. I do some like regular shit. And she like loses her shit on him. She's like, well, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you doing this? Like, I don't want to do this. And because he asks her, I think he asked her to be like the stagehand, like the assistant to his magic show. And first she says yes. But then she like, goes crazy after the tarot card reading she's like wow what the like why 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 would i do that and then she and then she totally just like leaves like leaves him in the dust and uh i was like whoa you need to like chill the fuck out um so she sits in the back corner while they're putting on like while he's putting on the show and it's just like filled with women it's like all the girls in the in the school only and he first like calls on I think Dorcas and or no Dorcas and the other one and Porcus and they both <laughs> go up there and they get like themselves sliced in half whatever yeah. that was cool and then it cuts to um, him getting prudence to to do her thing yeah and he like sends her to like the next realm yeah and then she's like okay cool and all the while Sabrina's just like rolling her eyes in the back corner and then at the very end it's like the last one he's like I need someone super duper brave but and she then- does so when he does he like astral projects prudence and she disappears right like she right she right. starts freaking out like you can hear her voice she's like i don't know where i am like i'm lost like can you save me like yeah. oh my god i'm lost so i started panicking too because i'm like oh my god like where is this girl like she's <laughs> stuck in like the middle like universe and then yeah. she comes back because like sabrina starts freaking out she's like lol she's like jk like i was fine i was like what <laughs> like what kind of magic trick is that like it doesn't yeah. look good like she's literally in another realm and then so Sabrina's just like, what the fuck? So yeah. she's like, okay, I'm going to go up for the last one. And it's obviously like all about trust. And he's like, you have to trust me if you do this magic spell properly. And she's like, okay, I trust you. And he's like, don't ever think that I'm ever going to hurt you. Like you have to like believe that I'm I always like out for you. And I like yeah. always want to make sure that you're okay. And so he makes her float. Like that's the, the magic trick. And so she's floating. And then like everyone's clapping whatever but then she keeps like levitating higher and higher and then you see the the weird sisters are sitting in the corner they're like giggling and they're the ones that are making her like float without him mm-hmm. and they're not bringing her back down and she's like what the fuck is happening to me and she keeps flo- it was a really cool way they showed it like it was really well yeah, done it was like, kind of cool she keeps floating and floating and she's like little legit like in space at this point yeah <laughs> And I'm like, she's literally uh, <laughs> flying in space. She's going to go find George Clooney. Like, she's like yeah. gone, gone. And so she keeps going up and up. And then um, Nick is like, why would you do that to her? Like, you know, like the altitude is going to like fucking kill her. And then it cuts to this like really creepy shot of basically Sabrina like frozen Freezing. in space. Yeah. 
like dead she's like dead and frozen in space yeah so as soon as that happens it cuts back to the tarot card reading and obviously like that was a whole dream sequence and she says uh the tarot card reader says you may not fear the dark path as as long as you trust the boy who walks with you and i'm like Mm -hmm. ooh. Mm -hmm. i'm like so that means that she's got to like she doesn't trust him Right, but I think that that's the whole idea is like she needs to trust him. But why should she trust him when like he hasn't really proved to be trustworthy? It's true. And I guess he needs to like slowly like make his way. Yeah, like if he like does it and works at it and like and he's like very trustworthy and very loyal, then like it's fine. Right. But so far I haven't seen that. So it's like I don't get why. Yeah. I mean, it's just for me, I think it's just that one moment with Amalia that like really fucks shit up. But outside of that, I think no, outside of him sketchy. being. He's been sketchy. The fact but that is he it just knew because her dad. He looks sketchy, no, like, the fact that he knew her dad and like had studied the dad's like everything. And then he was like so lit true. about her. Like, I don't know. There's just. And then he was talking to Wardwell the whole time. Like, there's just like a lot of things that I feel like he could have other motives, I feel like, for dating her. But who knows? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like, we're not 100% on him. Yeah. But he's fucking hot. And he's and hot. Of course he's hot. I he's just like, can't help myself. He's like the devil. Like, he's just so. He's a temptation, you know? Yeah. And you do have to question why Wardwell, like, if you really think about that's it what, now, that's the thing. why yeah. Wardwell keeps, like, pushing them together. Exactly. Like, what's the purpose of them being together? You know, like, if he was good news for her, then wouldn't she just, like, want to separate them all the time? Like, I don't know. So, yeah, you could be right. Especially now, like, Wardwell's mission is to bring down Sabrina as a witch, right? Because she right. doesn't want to elevate her because if she does, she's scared that the Dark Lord's going to, like, take her as, like, his next, yeah. like, protege. So, yeah. if anything, I would feel like she'd want to separate Nick and Sabrina because I feel like together they'd be stronger. So, yeah, I don't really true. understand the motivation behind her tarot card reading. But anyways. um, So, it all ends off like in the real world and they're hanging out. And she was like, are you my boyfriend though? And he's like, yeah, I want to be your boyfriend. Boyfriend. Like, okay. She's like, okay, but you can't hang out with the weird sisters anymore. Sorry. And he's like, why? Don't you trust me? And she's like, I don't give a fuck. She's like, I'm petty and I don't don't fucking trust you around them. So, yeah. So now, like, that's, I guess, the deal. Like, he can't, like, be associated with them anymore. So now we cut to Theo. So Theo shows up in the the place. And his storyline is, like, so weird <laughs> i don't know yeah. how else to describe it, it was like weird it was it was just bizarre like the way that they set it up was really interesting because i've never seen anything like this in my yeah, life yeah i think that's what it and is too i think like we don't have anything to really compare it to and yeah, i think exactly. the fact that it's like in this realm of like this teenage show makes yeah. me feel weird but at the same time when i got to the end of of that part of theo's part I kind of like got it. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, that's pretty crazy. I've, I feel like it's really deep. Like, it's it a is, really deep story is. for sure. And it's very so, extreme. Like, it gets to the extreme. But they're yeah. trying to, like, teach you that, like, this actually happens. Not in this context. Yeah, but, like. Not you know. in this context. Yeah. yeah. He goes up to the reader and he, like, right off the top is like, I don't like my body. I want to, like, change. I want to, like, see if that's going to happen in my. Is it in my cards that th- that's going to happen? And she was like, let's see what happens. And so it goes into his storyline and basically he says, like, you have a magical friend. You should steal from them. Well, and this is the thing. Like, situation. Her, his aunt, Dorothea, is like a fucking evil bitch. Like, she's like really yeah. shady. Like, because 
Theo's just like, yo, like, I'm never going to get surgery. Like, we can't afford it, whatever, whatever. And then the yeah. aunt comes and she's like, of course you can, darling. Just steal, 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 steal. steal. <laughs> and then Theo's like, oh, true. I can do that. Like, last season, she even told him to steal, like, the book, too. I was like, damn. Yeah. Like, Dorothea was a fucking Like, Dorothea was a savage. So then, like, <laughs> Theo goes to, like, the their house. And, like, that's the thing. Like, yeah. how does she even know where to look for that freaking spell? Like, the first thing yeah. she finds, I she's mean, like, oh, yeah, like a thing Found spell. it. I was yeah. like, oh, are you crazy? I mean, crazy? it's a fantasy, but... Whatever. Yeah, so he yeah. he goes in and then he like goes through like this basically like a, this recipe card book and he finds one that's literally that says like gender change. Yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, that's so perfect. Yeah. So But it was like it, 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 the- it was like in the botanical section. Like it was where like the trees and like yeah. the little plants were. So like it was like in the greenhouse, which we've never seen before. So he goes home and he gets all the ingredients and he's like, Okay, now what do I do? And then I think, I don't know if he's still talking to Dorothea he, or not, yeah. but... Dorothea's like, just wait, go to sleep. And then Theo's like, <laughs> Theo's like, okay, okay. And then, like, Theo, like, falls yeah. asleep. And but, then, like, first he puts on, like, he puts, he puts the, that the thing on. like, lotion on. Yeah. yeah. Like he, like, spell. rubs, the, like, the mixture on his body. Yeah. And then he goes to sleep. Yeah. And then he wakes up, and he's, like, a full-ass, like man damn like he's yeah he goes in front of the mirror and first of all his voice was like lower um and then he goes in front of the mirror and like i guess they cut to like someone else like another person's body but like yeah they like superimpose his head he's like ripped like the chest is like ripped Ripped. basically like his arms are like man hands basically yeah they use like a 25 year old's body yeah it was was, like out of proportion like yeah he's so small like his frame is very small but like the hands were like massive i'm like okay like it wouldn't look like this but fine like relax bro you're not a a big dick too like fine like have fun with that (laughs) (laughs) yeah so he's so happy he's like oh my god this is like my dream come true the one thing i will say and this is like you said this is like the first time i've seen this happen so like i can't like shade it so hard but outside of the fact that they did the superimposition which i thought was kind of cool yeah no i think it looks good like i it passed but his voice was like the worst voice i didn't mind it because it's they took like it's like they took Susie's original voice and then like used a filter that I use on Adobe Premiere all the time and like made it sound well, like pitchy or that's probably what they you did. You know what I mean? <laughs> it just sound like it just sounds like they like didn't do enough like sound work Editing. on it. I was like, yeah. you guys went this far, and it was like like it sounded like he was underwater. So oh, whatever. Okay, yeah, I didn't mind it um, as much, but but yeah. So what happened? You're like eh, you like in the grand scheme of things, I was like this. He has a penis now, so like good for him. Yeah. Anyway, so he goes to the gym, like to the basketball, and like he's right. like scoring effing points. Like it's so crazy. Killing it. And like all the guys are like feeling him. They're like, yo, Theo, like you scored like all those threes, like you beat the yeah, Bulldogs. You're lit. And I was like, oh my God, the Bulldogs is like Riverdale High. I'm True. like, wait, wait, was Archie there? No, because Archie's probably no. like doing some <laughs> damn boxing, boxing freaking thing. <laughs> I thought that was yeah. kind of cool. Um, and then yeah. Theo was like so happy. He's like, yes, yes, yes. Like everyone loves me. And then right. he like looks down at his finger and it's like, there's like a weird like root, like, like a green root brown, or something. Yeah. It looked so like gross. Vein. It looked like the skin was so like gross. unfolding. And then he lifts Ugh. up his shirt, like his sweater. And like half of his like arm is like starting to get covered with like this green, like moldish kind of right texture, almost like a tree like a tree trunk right. or something. Which is what it is. And so I'm then like, he oh goes God. back to 
Yeah, like, here it goes. So then he goes back to the Spellman house and he talks to Hilda. And he's like, I I stole from you. I'm so sorry, but I need to fix this. Like, it's getting worse. Yeah. And Hilda and she basically was like, says... She was like, okay, I can do it. Like, I can reverse it. Or, like, she says, no, it can't be reversed. But then, like, also Theo was like, but I don't want to let my body go. Yeah. So he decides, essentially, to either cut off, like, the infected arm or... Or let go of the body. Yeah. And the dad comes in and he's like, I'm supporting, I'll support you through whatever. And the dad literally saws his, like, so, chops so the arm So let's really off. break down the scene. Because for me, this was the most traumatizing scene. And I think, yeah. obviously, like, I don't know what that feels like to, like, change, sex change. But it made me really, like, see it in that way of, like, this kid would rather lose his arm then yeah. lose everything like he wants sure. that body so much and he feels like he's that is his body so much that he's okay with losing one of his limbs and right and it's like it's really just so sad and so i mean you're like yeah what would you do when you feel For like sure. yourself it's finally a- and it's like no you can't have it all so you just cut off your freaking arm they definitely handled this really well. I was actually really proud of them for putting this story together the way that they did. Yeah, it was really it dark. It was such though. a. It was really. It like, was really dark. It was really a really weird way to show it. I didn't but think I think they, they gonna, illustrated the point like pretty. Did you think they were gonna chop off her arm? Yeah, I mean, when oh when he God. said yes, I, I was like, okay, so. they're gonna do it. They're like legit gonna do it. it. Yeah. I just I I was yeah I was a little shocked, but at the same time I was like, okay, of course he's gonna chop his yeah. arm off because it means so much to him and. And so it was kind of cool because he's sitting up in bed and he doesn't have an arm anymore. And they're like, okay, well, now you can rest. Like, you're good to go. And he's like, cool. At least. And then he said, the best, like, best of all, like, I'm still still me. me." Yeah. And I was like, wow. Like, it really does mean something. You know what I mean? Like, it really does mean something for someone who transitions and really feels stuck in the wrong body. And, like, I was really like very like honestly big ups to the uh writers for putting this yeah, together it was, I was well done i have to impressed. say yeah yeah so and then this part killed me i honestly I, i'm so sorry but i started to laugh because like he's sitting in his bed and like the blankets <laughs> like over him and yeah. i was just waiting for like the penis jokes to like kind of start but like <laughs> right. so far like they had they like yeah. nothing was said really nothing and then he's in his bed and then he kind of like pats like it, it was the leg, but it looked like it was, like, the crotch area. <laughs> and he's, like, patting it. And I'm, like, oh, like, the penis is still there. And then he, he like, opens the blanket. And it's he's looking at his legs. But I was, like, oh. Like, I thought uh, they were going to go there. It's the legs. <laughs> and his so, legs are basically, like, tree trunks. And they're, like, curled yeah. up, like, really in a freakish way. So gross. And then he freaks out. And, he starts screaming. Yeah. And then he wakes up. And then he wakes or, up. Or, like, the dream ends. Yeah. And, um... Essentially, the tarot card reader finishes the story by saying, seek up early, which I think is a really cool message to have at the final end of this is, you know, reach out to your friends now. But what does that mean? If you can't can't get help, why does seek help early make a difference? Like at the end of the day, like Theo wanted a sex change. He wanted a body change. So like if that's not physically possible, why does it even matter if you seek help early? I mean, I think it just means like don't like leave this on your own. Like he did it all on his own record in the the episode, right? So it's more, I think, just like getting the support from the people that love you and like talk to them about these things that you're actually feeling. So 
I really liked the message that they gave and it wasn't like cheesy to the point where I was like, okay, guys, this is like an after school special. Yeah. But it was really well done in that sense for like anyone who would be feeling that way themselves. Like, I think it was a really cool story to see. Um, Yeah, I was like, I was very impressed by it. So then it cuts to Roz's reading. So she comes in and basically she can't even like make it to the fucking like bookstore because she's blind she's like blind af yeah we forgot to talk about it last episode which was one of the big moments of last episode was she goes blind while she's like making out with harvey remember yes yes that happened. so in this episode she's like full out blind like she can't see shit um and she's going to the diner with her dad and her dad is like just talking to her about stuff and the reader sees her like she like sees her from afar. So she she comes over and she's like, let me read your cards. And, uh, you know, Roz is like, I don't know if I want to do this. And she's like, it's OK. You're like a cunning bitch. Like you got that shit on your eyeballs. And she's like, OK, like, let's do this. So in her dream sequence, um, she gets a surgery that's supposed to reverse um the her blindness the effects like essentially and her she blind- basically blindness. gets the money to pay for it because her dad asks like the whole um like you know, congregation, the congregation church the church congregation. And he's like i need money so they give her the money for the surgery and right. then in doing so she finds out later on that some other next girl went blind so that she could get her eyesight back and of course she feels terrible and she's like no i didn't want this like why did this happen and then i think the, the gist of it also was the fact that she, when I think she woke up or whatever at the end, she was like, I don't want the congregation to pay for the surgery. Like, I want to be able to pay for it ourselves right. and then I'll do it. Like, no one else is going to pay for my surgery. So she's going to basically pretend or not pretend, but like be blind throughout until she can afford it herself. Yeah. And I totally, I, I, I loved her part the most. I think it kind of all made sense. The guilt was a lot though. Exactly. I, and like, it was really scary to see it. I was like, oh my God. It was God. Like very dramatic, but yeah. She was like, my eyes were scooped out of my eyeballs for your eyeballs. Yeah. I was like, I was oh like, my okay, God, I don't think relax. It's going to happen like that, but okay. <laughs> like, it's never going to work yeah. out that way. So, and, yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess it's just like, yeah, she wants to do it herself, which is like totally fine. But at the same time, like, if you have the ability and you have the option, there's so many people who would kill to like have their sight back. You well, know yeah, I mean? they so, would kill. So <laughs> she doesn't want to do that. Oh, she doesn't want to do yeah. that. She good. And I was. I was actually surprised that they didn't touch on the fact that she like may or may not lose the cunning, which is like the big question for me, right? Like, like we I know that her sight when is, she loses is her tied. eyesight. Exactly. So, like, does that mean when she gets her oh. eyesight back, she's gonna be like a normal yeah. girl? Yeah, she won't cunt like, anymore. Mm. Yeah, she's she ain't be cunning anymore. I don't know anymore, if Harvey's gonna like so. that. <laughs> so anyway i don't know if like they're gonna ever know. touch up on that yeah. because i can't imagine her being blind for the entire series no. just because I, I can't imagine this like it's teenage like, character like just like like cunning and and blind like i i just don't see it like i don't i don't know if that makes sense for it's like Arya going blind character. in game of thrones like you knew that it wasn't right. gonna last forever it's yeah. just there as like kind of like a story element a little bit and then right. it would like go back whatever who knows but that's but why i'm kind of surprised it. because 
it seems like a very strong part of her personality, right? Like her persona. Yeah. Like she, it's all like the cunnings connect to her blindness and like it runs in her family. So, and they introduce it so early on. It'll be interesting to see what they do with it. All I'm saying is, I've, I guess I've never seen it outside of like Daredevil being like a blind superhero. I've never seen like a blind uh, person as one of the main leads and in a story. So it's going to be interesting to see how be. they treat it. It'll, it'll just be no, 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 different. not yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just it'll be interesting to see what they do with that situation if yeah. that becomes the situation. Yeah. Um, so then it cuts to Zelda showing up. So she yeah. shows up and. Um, she's like so excited because she's like gonna get married to Blackwood. So her whole nightmare or her whole dream is all about the wedding. So uh, I think the tarot card reader basically says like you have a secret, and and Zelda's like what secret? And then like zooms into the cards, and it shows how um, she has this big secret with baby Letitia and the fact that she like fucking sent her off to like uh, be adopted in the woods. So she to to like get rid of her guilt, she's like let me like look find Desmelda and see if I can like talk to her about the baby so she goes to see desmelda in the woods and as we remember desmelda is the one that had like an eyeball like basically hanging out yeah and she was like she was like old like old as like seven hundred thousand years old yeah Yeah. so she shows up and desmelda's there but she's like this young bitch now like she's like one of the fucking housewives of like the woods now (laughs) and she's like She's like, hey, girl, how's it going? And and Zelda's like, what the fuck's happened to you? Like, where is Letitia? And she's like, I got young because I ate a baby. And like (laughs) Zelda fucking goes crazy. She's like, you ate the baby? And she's like, yeah, that's why I'm young now. She's like, it's all good. I'm going to go like join the coven now. Like, I'm going to come to your wedding. Yeah. And so it like shows that whole sequence. Blackwood ends up like making out with Desmelda yeah. behind closed doors. And Zelda's like, don't do it. It's like your daughter, but like not really. But like I like you didn't know you had a daughter, but also like that's your daughter. And she's like <laughs> in a different form. Yeah. So. So, yeah. So then that's her nightmare. And. Uh, what do you think that all outcome- means? Like, do you think that just means that, like, she's scared of getting older and that she's scared of, like, the younger, hotter witch? No, I think it's more just the the big secret and, like, what it can do oh, to the okay. two of them. You know what okay. I mean? And, you know, I think it does also resolve the fact that Letitia is missing. Because every single time I see the other baby with uh, Blackwood, I'm like... For fuck's sake, I can't believe Zelda stole a goddamn baby. I know, I and like know. And like gave like, it to like that woman in the it. woods. Like, what the <laughs> yeah, hell? Like that was your resolve situation. So yeah, I don't know if that's gonna come and bite her in the ass or this was like a conclusion that she's just gonna keep it a secret. Because essentially the tarot card reader say was like, some secrets are best left like secret. Like don't don't go and tell him this thing. Just like keep it keep it at bay. Um then it cuts to Harvey's. So Harvey comes in and he's just trying to figure out like what he's going to do with his life. Like he's like, what am I going to do? Where am I going to go? Am I going to go to school? Like I'm going to be able to pursue my arts. And then it goes into his dream sequence and he ends up like getting into art school and it's like far away. Like it's not in Greendale and he gets his roommate and his roommate's like fucking weird and crazy. And his roommate in the middle of the night like starts like drawing all these paintings. Yeah. And there's like this creepy glowing light. And he's like, my, my, my pose. Like he's like <laughs> talking to somebody. 
And uh, so Harvey talks to him and he's like, like, what the fuck is going on with you? And he says, like, yeah, like there are these demons that come out of this door. And I think it's like a gateway to like hell. And because he sees I think he sees like um, a painting of the dark, the dark Lord. And uh, obviously Harvey like recognizes him because he saw him in the cave when he was yes, a, like young. Yes. And so he like gets like he glitches out and he's like, oh, my God, what are you drawing? And then I think he's like, yeah, I'm he's like, there's something happening with the demons, like something's happening. They're like coming together. Um, but I'm just going to keep painting them because I feel like it keeps them like calm, like it like it, it like kind of like like holds them back. And then he's like, okay, cool, bro. Like, I'll see you later. So then he goes to sleep. And the next morning he wakes up and his, like, fucking friend is, like, hanging. He's, yeah. like, dead. That's crazy. And I was like, whoa, this, like, went yeah. really dark real quick. So um, Harvey ends up having to, like, figure out the situation. So he waits till nighttime. And the wind, like, the door again starts to glow. And then he opens the door and it's like fucking glowing and there's like demons like all around and then he uh wakes up like from his tarot card reading and yeah. uh essentially the woman is like you don't you basically you don't have to leave greendale to like get your like life like i don't know how that was the resolve yeah. of, of his dream but he basically is told like you don't need to leave to to pursue your art dream and Harvey's like, okay, cool, thanks, bye. But I was wondering what it all meant in terms of, like, the demon aspect of it and, like, I think, whether or not there's, like, truth to that. Yeah, I think from what I took from it, it almost felt like this kid is going to have a lot of demons to deal with, like, emotionally and mentally. Oh, just Just okay. from, like, being an outsider in his crazy town and, like, experiencing, like, Roz's cunning and, like, obviously Sabrina's yeah. witch, I feel like he's going to be left with a lot of that trauma from, like, not understanding a lot of this but still being, right. like, subjected to it. So yeah, that's, how I, that's how I took it. Oh, that's deep, girl. Yeah. That's some, like, real yeah. shit. That's some, like, real Cliff's notes. Um, so the final one, and I was like, thank God, can we stop now? <laughs> so it, it ends off with Ambrose. And um, his is really weird because I think that even in this episode, I forgot like how much of like a douche he's become. And um, he really has a moment where he's kind of like his whole thing is all about like deciding whether or not he has to like has to be a douche or like protect his family. So he in his in his sequence, he um, talks to Blackwood and Blackwood's like, yo, like your life is like good and you know, like you're like getting up in the world, but now I need you to like take care of your family, like get your house in order. And he literally makes him like a Harry Potter wand. So he makes a Harry Potter wand and then he's like, you have to like kill your family now. Mm. So in the dream sequence, he like goes to literally everybody. He kills Zelda. He kills Hilda. And then he kills Sabrina. And then it's like yeah. done. And I was like, holy shit. Like this is like for real for real like what does that mean and then it got really dark and it just like shows that i guess like he has to like choose a path and then he gets so freaked the path out of because night. the path of night and the path of light and he she like is about to flip the last card and then she's like maybe you don't want to see this card and he's like what do you mean and he takes the card and his like eyes like pop out of his head and he runs away he like literally <laughs> runs away and so he goes to talk to Father Blackwood and Father Blackwood is like, 
oh, just as an FYI, like your boyfriend's dead now. And I was like, what's happening? It's, it's really, you know what? It's really weird because it almost felt like everyone else's reading. There was reality and then there was like this dream sequence. But his kind of felt like right. it kind of um, meshed in a little bit. Like I almost didn't know yeah. if like he was leaving the table for real, for real. Or True. was this still yeah, yeah. like Inception, but like it was still like his tarot reading. Inception. Do you know what I mean? Like it was full out Inception. It was yeah. hard to tell when he was actually out of like the reading. Right. So because Lucas is now dead, which is the real real, so like weird. he's actually dead. Um, Blackwood says to him like, oh, now now you have to take his place in like the Judas uh, club. Like it's like an exclusive club for boys. And I was like, isn't he? I thought he was already a part of like. The yeah, boys club, I thought so I don't so know too. like what this next. Boys and like, club wasn't he is. top boy? Yeah, so exactly. like you're top so boy. Like, Why do you have to be in another club? Why do you need to be promoted like it's again? Just, it just I don't sense, know. Yeah. It didn't make any sense. Um, so my question at this point is: Is Lucas really dead? Do you think he's dead? Uh, well, your cardinal rule is: Yeah, if you don't see it, it's probably not true. But at the same time, yeah. I feel like Lucas is so extra and so random that like, so why would it even matter if he's dead or extra. alive? Like, do I really give a shit? I agree, one hundred percent. I was like, I was like, his storyline was shit. He was a douchebag yeah, anyway. Exactly. Like, un- unless he comes back and like kills it, I don't even know. I don't know. But I was like. I wanted to quickly look up, but I didn't even care enough to like look up if the actor like left the show. Um, but I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if he literally disappeared. Like he's never gonna come back. But I will say the one part that is left a uh, questionable that we still haven't seen a resolve to, and I'm surprised that they've left it this long, is as we all remember, or maybe you guys have forgotten because it's taken so long, Lucas was introduced because there was a murder of like another male witch and the familiar like died, you know? So there's a dark side to Lucas that we don't really know. And that whole storyline about like people uh, getting killed, like like, witches getting hunted. I understand what you're saying, but it really feels like they're just creating like self-contained episodes. Like it's really, really hard to see the entire scope of the season. Everything is just so contained to that episode. And I don't know. So you're right. They they really chapterize these where like it's like a full out movie each episode. And it's true. Like you don't know like what's the next situation and how they're going to connect because I forget half of these things. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, true. Lucas was like a fucking psychopath. Oh, yeah, true. Lucas like drank that love potion. So he's not really in love with Ambrose. But nothing ever like comes of it. Nothing ever connects and never nothing ever like makes any sense. And and as a viewer, that makes you very stupid because you feel like when you generally watch a TV show, you connect everything. You're like, wait, this this, this might go to something later. Like this might connect here. Exactly. Exactly. And exactly. you start thinking that way. But when a show does this where everything is so isolated and like nothing ever gets closed off, you start becoming that way too. You're like, eh, I'm not even gonna think about it because like it's probably not even gonna come back later. True. So yeah, like in terms of the whole Lucas thing, like, do I give a shit? No, because I just don't care because I'm like they probably won't come back. Yeah. Because they probably just left that open open ended. Because the writing That's is, really is so point. shitty, you know? <laughs> That's a really yeah. good point. Yeah, you can see, I can feel um, it when when I'm watching a show like Game of Thrones and then I'm watching a show like Riverdale and I'm not comparing them like that they're be- like one's better or one's worse. I'm just saying right. where I started, like with Game of Thrones, I was always invested and like I was connecting all the dots. Riverdale, I did. And then they lost me in season three. Like I just stopped because I'm like, right. they're not even connecting their own storylines and I'm supposed to connect them. <laughs> like, come <Yeah>. on. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, why are you doing this? Like, to me? You're I, not yeah. even doing your work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so 
so anyway, so that's kind of the end of the episode. The last final sequence we see is um, it turns out that the tarot card reader is actually Wardwell. She ends up back at the cottage and she like sits down on the chair and she's like, hey, 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 hey. like now that I have all her friends in place, like she's going to be like lit. Like she's talking about her friends and like Sabrina and shit. And she pulls like a final card and it's the Empress card. So like it's supposed to show like she's going to become like the queen of queens. Yeah. Um, and that's how the episode ends. So, yeah, all in all, I think it was a decent episode. Um, like you said, I think it was shot really well. I think the concept is like really interesting. Um, but to your point, I really do think that these self-contained episodes make you stop caring yeah. about what happens yeah. next yeah because or what you happened feel before like there is there isn't going to be a consequence because nothing's going to really connect right. anyway so you're like eh whatever exactly okay exactly. let's get into our recap roundups recap roundups best, best moment. moment i think we had the best moment so you take it um yeah my best moment's going to be the magic show i thought it was really cool to watch yeah i know it's like really hokey but like i thought it, it was, was really cool. it was tense like i liked it it was kind of dramatic and i'm like oh my god what's he gonna do now like is he gonna fuck up and it was kind of entertaining to watch him fuck up like in a room full of girls he was trying to impress everyone and he kept like kind of messing up so that was a little amusing but and then just seeing her like float up and i was like oh my god this is like really fun she won't die (laughs) yeah yeah wtf moment my WTF moment, I think, definitely is the Theo scene, especially when, like, the dad actually cuts off his arm. I just didn't think he yeah. would go there. And then when it so did, intense. I was just gagged at the fact that this kid would rather lose his arm than change his body, that he, that this new body that he's gotten. And yeah. it kind of just hit me. And I was like, holy fuck, like, this must be how people feel. Like, they would go to these yeah. drastic measures to get keep the body that they've gotten or, like, to get the body that they want. It was, it was shocking. a pretty intense yeah. storyline. Yeah. My WTF moment is Roz and how that whole thing ended up with the blind girl yeah. and how she like literally ripped her bandages off. She's like, you told my eyeballs. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> yeah. girl, relax. Like, it's not that serious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I was like, what the fuck? Where's the story going? And then I was like, okay, I guess I'll go with it. MVP. Um, we had the same MVP and that was obviously Mrs. Wardwell. Cause I think Wardwell. she, she literally like even like thinged us, like she tricked us. So I was like, girl, you even got me. Yeah. So you're my MVP. I was like, wow. My only question to that. And a lot of the reviews that I was reading, they asked the same question. They were like, what's her intention to do this? Like, was she just bored right. one day in the cottage? She was like, oh, I'm going to go to like the store and like do tarot <laughs> readings. Like, like what's her, yeah. why did she yeah. do this? Like, what's her what? final reason? Yeah. That's, that's all I wanted to know. And I didn't really and that's and i think that's the thing going back to what you were talking about with the episodes i think that with this show like it's like they just decide to like put these characters into these storylines without giving them like a reasoning like there's no real like motivation for them so you're just supposed to go along with it and sometimes it doesn't make any sense like this didn't really make much sense but like it set the tone for the episode and you know it was all styled the same that that way that like it would go into this tarot card reading so like it was cool in concept but like why would wardwell be doing this like in the larger scheme of things it doesn't connect to me like i don't understand what her whole like reasoning is behind that maybe you guys can let us know if you have any theories let us know please in the comments below lvp my lvp is gonna go to I don't know, like, I wrote down literally, like, Theo, Harvey, Roz, Nick, Ambrose, everyone. (laughs) I just didn't understand. Why? I don't know. I just didn't understand, like, I don't know. You're just like, I didn't didn't like any of them. (laughs) 
my yeah my lvp is gonna go to sabrina because i felt like she like lost her fucking mind on uh nick and i understand what you mean by like you don't you can't trust him but i also feel like she needs to give him a chance and i think that all comes with like just throwing yourself into it and seeing if it works out and yeah for sure like have fun with it yeah and like i I think that's what she needs to do and i think like it's really tight when you're like choose your girlfriend over friends i'm like that's kind of tight he's like you can't hang with but like like, they're not really friends like Like, i mean they are but like like, they've known each other for years like they just want to fuck each other that's the thing yeah and like also like it's not like this guy's like innocent like he was literally having orgies last season so i feel like she has every reason to be skeptical (laughs) of him like you know that's fair yeah the The best best line line. um my best line i had two but the first one was you need not fear the dark path as long as you trust the boy who walks it with you which i thought was like very like the show is all about feminism and then i was like bitch what i feel like that's just like going in the opposite (laughs) direction but like fine whatever i liked it right um and then my second one was did you see those bulldog clowns trying to block theo's three pointers and i was like oh my god like it was like a riverdale reference that i really liked and it was really cute i wish i saw somebody from the team like reggie or something that would have been cute yeah but yeah literally anyone even (laughs) kevin (laughs) kevin Um, my best line is gonna go to Nick because I'm gonna give him a chance because I think he's fucking hot. That's yeah, the only reason why. When he says, uh, "You don't, you know, you do know that I'd never do anything to hurt you, Sabrina," uh-huh. and I think that's a pretty bold statement to make. And you know, if he's true to his word, then they're gonna be together for fucking ever, and I'm down for that because he's he hot, beautiful man. He beautiful man now. That is the episode, guys. Let us know what you guys thought about it in the comments below. Make sure you guys are asking us questions. Let us know what you guys thought about the episode and give us, like, all of your dates. I'm going to take the time to thank our patrons of the episode, our Lit Rewinders, Tina and Sarge, Serena and Kate, and our Mommy Rewinders, Becca, Sarah, Tamla, and Senya. And if you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. If you join, you'll get access to all things Recap Rewind, exclusive contest, content, and updates. And also make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and you can check us out on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.